Hey good people, this is Sharika, EB, and Sabrina. You're listening to The Kickback. Glad you decided to pull up. What's up, Kickback fam? And I had to hit y'all with the fam because we got some special guests on the podcast today. Listen, let me tell y'all up front before y'all come for us. Our brother EB's not here. But in his absence, we brought two ladies that you all are just going to love because they're our moms. Sabrina and I brought our moms on the podcast for an extended Mother's Day celebration. We know it was last weekend, but guess what? We had to keep the celebration going and we wanted to introduce you guys to our mom. So we got my mom on the podcast. And if you can't tell, I'm so excited. Sabrina is so excited. I don't know about how the moms feel, but we're excited to have them <laughs> on the podcast today. I am equally, I think this is the episode I've been the most excited about, but also the most nervous because yes. in the spirit of TI, um, you know, articulate that'll snatch a blank by the collar quick. And that's my mom. Okay. We're going to go. She goes by delight for this episode. She is the best. She's like my best friend, but she's definitely mother vibes growing up. It wasn't the friend situation, but there's that same fear and honor and respect I have for the Lord. I have for my mom. So I feel very much like Sabrina, just stay in line. Today. I don't think talking spicy I'm too spicy on the episode but just seeing my mom having that energy here I'm so excited but I'm also like uh-oh. <laughs> so, so my temp today is definitely I mean what other song could I use but a song for mama by boys to men right mama you know I love you you're the queen of my heart your love is like tears from the stars mama I just want you to know loving you is like food to my soul. I'm a good 75 degrees. I love seeing my mom. And y'all can't see my mom, but the hair's on point. Okay, mom, <laughs> I need to take a cue from you because I be basic and average on most days, but my mom is looking too cute over here. So I'm going to go ahead and pass the buck. Mom, or as we might, you might hear Sharika or Mama Gage refer to her as on this episode, Delight, how are you feeling today? What's your temp check? Girl, my temp check is about 85, and if I had a song I would play would be Joy and Pain, Sunshine and Rain, Frankie Beverly Mays. That's what I'm feeling. Okay. Thank you, Mom. I love it. So since Sabrina does such a marvelous intro to her mom, I got to be like, oh, now I'm on the spot. How do I introduce my mother? I have the same vibes. My mom was not playing the we're friends uh, at the childhood stage. I will say now my mom is the and I are the bestest of friends. I talk to her, harass her almost every day, be on the phone sitting with her, and she'd be like, girl, let me go. And I'd be like, but mom, no, we're going to be here. So yes, I love my mommy. I'd be staying with her on the phone. Just I just want to be closer because Sabrina and I don't live close to our moms, unfortunately. They're hours away, but when we get together, it's always a great time. My mom is fabulous, and my mom, too, is rocking some beautiful hair. I'm over here looking like Seely from The Color Purple. <laughs> and, my mom is, <laughs> and my mom is the one that be like, girl, what is going on with the hair? She... She do be that mom. She don't be like, everything is, she's not, the, everything is wonderful. Oh, you're the greatest. She is like, you know, she is my biggest cheerleader, but she is the one that I will count 
um, to put me in check. Just to give you a little taste about my mom, hopefully she won't be, I don't think she'll be mad that I say this, but so when I wanted to get my nose pierced and I was like, mom, <laughs> I, I said, I was just tired of being basic and boring. My mom said, you're so basic and boring with the nose ring. Oh, <laughs> Wait, okay, let's take a quick pause here because I didn't call my mom and tell her I got my nose pierced. I just kind of lived life. And when I casually <laughs> mentioned it a couple of weeks later, she was like, mm-hmm. Me and your dad saw that picture. We're like, that girl doesn't put a hole in her nose. So mom, what was the reaction? How did you feel? And mama Gage, then I want to hear from you. Were you surprised? Did you think typical? How you feel about oh, Sabrina? Listen, listen, listen. The nose. <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, we got the belly, we got the ears. The nose? <laughs> not, not the exposed my belly. <laughs> the kid backers didn't even know about all this. I'm thinking, okay, every picture, everything you ever do, you're going to have a little hole in your nose. And if you take it out, you have that little dot. That's true. Mama Gage, how are you feeling? Would you ever get your nose pierced? I would not. Don't even have to think about it. I don't want any holes in my nose. And, uh, well, I do think it looks cute. Except that, you know, I was talking to Shabrika and I could see up her nose, there's this long thing hanging out. I'm like, so is that a part of the nose ring? I, you can see it in there. I'm like, that part is not cute. It's just a piercing post. When you go back after you're like one month you can, and you get your checkup, they can put a shorter one in there. We just haven't gone back yet. But okay, so I will say I got a song for my mom. Sabrina asked me this the other day. Are we still con canceling Kanye? I'm bringing Kanye back just for this oh, song because I love this song, mom. No, mom, no. you gotta hear the song first, mom. You can't oh, say it's called "Hey Mama," and it says, "I want to scream so loud, loud for you, cause I'm so proud of you." Let me tell you what I'm about to do. I'm, a, I'm, you know, I'm an active fool, but I promise I'm going back to school. Mom, I, I'm, I'm not promising I'm going back to school, but I am contemplating it. <laughs> I appreciate all you allowed for me. I just want to say, I just want you to be proud of me. Hey, mama, that's the, that's a great song, mom. It's a good song. You, it, so I'm not saying I want to bring Kanye back, but I did appreciate this song. And that's my song for today. My temp is high because I am so glad to have our moms on. And like Sabrina said, I felt the same way. This is the most excited I've been for an episode, but the, also the most nervous I have been because it's my mommy. But I'm so excited to have you on. So mom, what's your temp check? Oh, well, I think I've had a great day. Um, except for being a little nervous about being on the pod, I think I I think I've been a good ninety degrees today. Go ahead, mommy. It's a nice day. Uh, work was really uh, relaxing. I I I've been working on s some extra stuff, and so it was kind of fun stuff to do. Uh, so the temp check is about ninety degrees. And uh, I think the song that I have is um, it's uh, it's from a Disney movie, and I can't remember which one. I think it's a Disney movie. It's um, "You'll Be in My Heart." Oh, yes, and that is from a Disney movie. What was that? Uh, Tarzan. Uh, Tarzan. Tarzan. Yes, yes, I love that song. "You'll Be in My Heart," and uh, that's you know, Sharika, you're in my heart. My kids. Uh, 
even Sabrina and Evie, you all are in the car. You're my adopted kids. I've I've included you all in there. I have a lot of kids, the ones that I (laughs) bore and then the ones that I've added in there. So I I will say, Evie did say to us on Mother's Day, which I did not pass on the message, Evie told us to tell tell our moms happy Mother's Day and he appreciates y'all for what y'all have done for us. So that is EB's message to you both. Exactly. So before we move on to the who's invited stage, I want to just give the kickbackers a tiny little insight into who you guys are. So can you share where you're from, like maybe where you grew up from, and may you say if you always knew you were going to be a mother, if it was just something that happened once you grew up and met the love of your lives and then share how many kids you have. Mommy, may you go first. Tell them where you were from, born and raised, and tell us when you were a little girl, did you think, oh yeah, when I grew up, I'm going to have a whole bunch of kids. Did you think you were going to have no kids? Yeah, give them a little tidbit of who you are. Okay, I'm from the B-I-G-A-P-P-L-E-S-N-Y-C. That's where I'm from, New York Island. I was born in Brooklyn. I've always wanted kids. I wanted five. I have four, and that's delicious to me. And what was that other question you asked me, sweetie? Uh, how many? So you told us you have four kids, and tell us like the gender. How many boys? How many girls? Oh, I have two girls. The girls came first, and I tell you what, I have two boys. But know this: if I had had those boys first, those girls would have never been born. <laughs> You know, it kind of makes sense to me, and I will share a tiny thing before Mama Gage shares, but both of our moms are educators. They're teachers. So now that you say you wanted five kids, it makes sense. My mom is very involved in the community, like always has been a teacher. She even has a nonprofit where she works with young girls. Like, I just see it in your spirit. So it makes sense that you wanted a bigger family. All right, Mama Gage, where are you from? And tell us about your mom journey. Well, I was born, raised on the island of St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. Uh, I don't know what to say about St. Thomas other than it's still home, even though I've been away from there for a long time. It's home. I do want to say, though, New York is one of my favorite places in the world. I love New York. So I'm going to have to come visit Mama Delight. Uh, So... I love um, St. Thomas. I grew up in a really big family. My mom had 12 kids. And on top of the 12 kids, uh, we had uh, my cousin that grew up with us, lived with us since she was uh, three years old. So that was 13. And then my parents also had foster kids all the time, foster kids. So uh, there were always a lot of people in the house. I I remember one time there were 21 of us in the house. So... And I loved every minute of it. I loved being a part of a big family. I loved having people around all the time. Uh, the bathroom situation was rough. <laughs> we only had two of those. And it was a lot of people. Uh, we were on a very strict bathroom schedule in the mornings. Uh, you know, it was kind of based on what time you had to get out the door. You were in the line for the bathroom. So. Uh, What else? I have two children, one boy and one girl. 
I will say that both of them were fairly good kids. And um, I would definitely have two more just like them. I always wanted to have three children. Although I had such a big family, I didn't want that many. There was no way that I could handle 12 kids. Uh, but I did want to have three kids. I have two that I'm very thankful and grateful for. Amen. And mom, you didn't share that you also grew up in a big family. So we have two moms who both grew up in big families, which is pretty cool. Mom, did you enjoy it as much as mom engaged? Yes. And the family, you know, being so big, it was like we grew up with pods. This pod were the older children and this pod was the younger children because we were like stairs stair steps and one right behind the other. Oh, so wow. it was cool. Like mama's older kids and mama's younger kids and it's a, a lot of fun having a lot of brothers and sisters and all those personalities. And to be so similar and so different is crazy. Mama Gage, are you pretty similar to your siblings? Or were you guys really close in age as well? Or were you spread out? Or? We weren't spread out. We were no stair steps. Um, all the way down, um, coming down like almost one a year. Sometimes there was a year in between. Um, there, I'm in the, we called it um, the older kids and the younger kids, and I was a part of the younger kids. Uh, I'm number nine of the 12, so I'm a good way far down the line. And then there were um, the three girls and nine boys, so it was mostly boys. Um, I don't know, that was not a lot of fun, having a lot of boys. Because my parents were real old school. You know, there was girl work and there was the work that the boys do. And I'm telling you, the boys, the only thing they did was take out the trash and <laughs> do the yard on Saturday. And the girls, the three girls did everything else. So that part was not fun. But, um, it, yeah, I was part of the younger group of kids. And uh, my older siblings always looked out for me, took good care of me. So... It's nice. And speaking of people looking out and taking care of, for the invite at this episode, we're all going to choose a TV mom or a mom from a literary, um, a literary character that we would have in the kickback or in our life. I'm going to start with Sharika. Sharika, who is a, a character, a mom, one of your favorite moms from TV or a book or a magazine, I don't know, that you would invite to the kickback? There's only two TV moms that I like, like really liked, but I got to go to my OG Claire Huxtable. She is the mom of all moms because she will snatch you up real quick. I will never, I, those are like some of my favorite episodes of is just Claire going off on her kids. I don't know why I love it so much. I think it's because you didn't really see that on TV, like a mom being like, I don't know who you think you are. This is my house. You're not running around doing whatever you want to. You're not coming in. Out. You're not going to party with the wretched. You know, I mean, you, who you, I, my favorite episode is when Vanessa and her girlfriends were all dressed up with these little cute bustiers and they were doing the locomotion. And she's like, I got your locomotion out there with a science book. That was my favorite. <laughs> Sorry. So I, lo I love Claire, but she was also a very loving mom. She loved her kids. And so I love Claire. And my honorable mention would be 
Lorelai Gilmore, because I'm a Gilmore Girls fan. And she was um she was a good mom. She was more like her mom, her daughter's friend. So I did love that part, seeing the mom-daughter friend relationship, but it wasn't realistic to me in my life. So that's why I had to go with Claire. Claire is awesome. That's a really good choice. And I think she's just like a very relatable mom, right? Um, you know, for me, I gotta go a little spicy. Everybody hates Chris, Rochelle. That mom just, I don't know, the energy, it reminded me of my own mom. She was aggressive, but she was humorous. She was snazzy, very loving and um, kind. She used terms like, I'll slap you the next week. She wasn't really going to do it, but you know, the threat was there. They just needed to know what was up. You know, <laughs> I appreciate that energy like when she was just the way she interacted with her kids and her husband but all of it was wrapped in love you know she came across all that kind of way and strong-willed and she really was a neck that turned the head of the family but it was because she loved so hard and I just feel like she would be fun the way just the different hairstyles that just everything <laughs> about her I feel like she would be a good time and I just love the way she ran a tight ship and I appreciated it. It reminded me of my own mom. So if you guys have never seen Everybody Hates Chris, it's a comedy. It's so funny. But Rochelle, that is the mom that I would have on the cookout. She is hilarious. Okay, Mama Gage, is there a TV mom or a mom from a book that you would like befriend or have on our on our podcast? Uh, I mean, Sharika took my favorite mom, Claire Huxtable. So I was actually on my little app looking up favorite moms, <laughs> favorite TV moms. All right. I really, I saw several, but there's really. Why did you go with Claire? I, there's not any other. And I'm telling you, I love that episode too with um, that look of motion. <laughs> and the thing I like. Yeah, the thing I liked about Claire was her facial expressions. It was like, they're coming down the stairs, she's all excited. And then it's like, Oh, wait, what? You know, with her eyes, she did all of that. And um, and it reminded me of me, because that's me. I'm like, oh, are you, you, you lost it today? Oh, you need to get back on track. So I think I, that was like, I like Claire Huxtable. She kept it real. She was, she's, she's like a real, um, that's how island moms are. Uh, you on the island, ain't nobody playing no games with you. At all. Ain't no games. <laughs> from the way Sharika said at all, I can see the truth in her words. <laughs> games are for friends. We not friends. Exactly. Amen and amen. Uh Delight, mommy, what about you? Who's the mom that you would invite? All right. Do y'all remember the show Good Times? Yes. Oh yeah. Water Evans. Okay. Struggle was real. <laughs> <laughs> The struggle was real. She had to come up. She had to feed the family. She had to clothe the family. She had to educate everybody. And it was always tough. But she kept her faith. And she remained mm -hmm. strong. And she didn't falter. So Florida Evans, Florida Evans, she's on top. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mom. I can totally see that. Funnily in the funny, funny girl, what am I trying to say? Funny, funny enough. Funny enough. Thank you. <laughs> Funny enough, we were just talking about good times the other we day on the were. podcast, and we were like, were they good times? It seemed like maybe they Girl, were this girl was every week. 
They show again. I'm like, good time. Well, why was it called good time? It should have been bad Every time times. they got up a little bit, bam. Exactly. That's exactly what I said. It was sad. I didn't love what my mom said. And the reason she would invite her is because maybe every week they struggle, but she kept her faith and they kept pushing forward. And really, what else can you do? What else can you do? <laughs> All right. Hot topics. Ooh. We're ready, moms. First, moms, may you tell us a little about your mom? So can you share with us a favorite memory? And then Sharika, you and I can do the same thing. Okay. Favorite memory from your moms. And last time I asked Mama Gage to go first. So this time, uh, Sharika and I will go first. And I guess I'll start with myself. I don't know why, because even now I'm cycling through. I have so many great memories of my mom. Just I'll say, I'll speed through some snapshots. I immediately think of when my mom graduated with her bachelor's and we were all there. That was really huge because it was me, Mina. CJ was already born too, right? Mom? Yes. Yeah. My mom just didn't let, I, she is just such a go-getter. She didn't let anything stop her just being able to be there and see that almost every play, almost every March, because I remember being a toddler and being at demonstration. She's been on Black Lives Matter since, since I mattered, since before I even mattered. So I love just seeing my mom be so involved with the community. I love seeing her dance. So let me think, ah, but if I had to narrow, narrow it down to one, okay, I'll narrow it down to one, memory that really this is something that happened repeatedly so when I was growing up Saturday morning wasn't for play play Saturday morning was for cleaning (laughs) we would like wake up we might get a cartoon or two but we would clean the house and then afterwards we may go to grandma's house and see if she needed any help and we would clean her but my mom was always blasting the gospel music so even if you were in the bad mood it really couldn't how are you gonna be in a bad mood and Kurt Franklin is going in the back you know (laughs) talking about it's going to be a lovely day so I loved hearing my mom sing on those Saturday mornings so I guess my favorite memories include you singing mom because another one would be growing up in church and seeing you sing with the choir you just had such joy and I don't know, just seeing the joy of the Lord, hearing it in your voice as you also were like, don't play with me. You better clean up that room, make that towel in the middle of the gospel music. So yeah, that would be Saturday mornings and really weekend mornings in general, because also the weekends were the time where we would get a big breakfast. Do you remember that mom? Yes. Like the weekend. Yeah. We may have had to clean and do our chores first, but she would make us spread. I'm talking pancakes, waffles, bacon, sausage, strawberries cut up. Like she would really, really make the weekend time so special. But you know, as long as the work was done. <laughs> that, that would be mine. Sharika, what about you? Favorite memory or memories of your mom? Oh my goodness. I can, there's so many things I can't, I, I, I don't even know. But I was like, when you were talking about like seeing your mom like graduate, we were we both born when you graduated, Mom. I know there was pictures. I know I was born when you got your bachelor's. Where was Chad born too at that time? Yep, we well, were Dad babies. Chad was a baby. Yeah, we were babies, and my mom. I don't. I don't remember it because we were so little. But pictures of seeing my mom graduate with her bachelor's, and then as I was a young adult at this time, seeing my mom get her master's. 
um, being there for that. I remember being so proud of her and her little, that little shawl thing they want, wore. I thought it was just so nice. <laughs> and for me, like, I just, my mom has just oh, always been there, of course. But I think just some of the fun times that we had, I th- I always think of like our road trips to New York and stuff. I don't know why. I just like being in the car and we always talked and sang and different, did different things. It, we got to pick like, oh, like, especially at Christmas time was like, okay, my brother gets to pick a CD and we all sing that, those songs on those CDs. And then I get to pick a song, this next CD and we would sing songs. We, my mom is a, as Serena said, uh, educator, but she did music. Our family is very big into music. So there, uh, there was always music. We were always singing, doing something with music, playing instruments. My mom played all kinds of instruments, sang and did all that stuff. So I have so many memories of her, even at camp. My mom would teach at summer camp and we would be there for that. And it so just the love of God and music it are just things that make me think of my mom. Did I answer the question? Yes, you did, friends. <laughs> and when you mentioned camp, it reminded me of another one. My mom volunteers a lot, but when we were younger, the Boys and Girls Club, remember that time you did like the final little concert thing? And we were singing that, I know I can, I know I can be what I want to be. Yes. Listen, that thing slapped. It was great. So, <laughs> Sharika, is there a favorite song that you remember from your mom? Like, if you could think of like one, like that sticks out to me. So, oddly enough, when I was in elementary school, I was in my mom's music class. Like, Aww. she was my music teacher at some point. And this is really random. I don't know why, but 50 nifty United States. Is one <laughs> what is that? Girl, you know you got to explain because I don't know. I've never heard it's the, it's, it's the song that talks about the, it tells you sing this United the States. Oh, okay. you, so you learn about the United States and the song is called 50 nifty United States. And then you, well, what I don't think we have the colonies. Okay. In the colonies. And then you start naming all the states. It goes in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. Kind of to help you learn the names of all the states. Yeah. And you know what else, Mom? I just thought of, but like, I don't, we had these music books in school and the music books like had little CDs. And I don't know why, but the, the Monster Mash on like the little Halloween. Not the Monster Mash. <laughs> I know there was like every little holiday had like little songs and stuff that we would sing and do in music class. I don't know why. 50 Nifty and the Monster Mash are the two best to When your mom was your teacher, did you call her Mrs. Gage or did you call her mom? What did I call you? I, I don't, what did I call you, mom? Mrs. Gage. Did I? Yeah. I know I was not the kid that was like, that's my mom. I was like, mm-mm. I didn't want, I mean, it was obvious that it was my mom. One, I look just like her, everyone says. (laughs) Two, you know, I I mean, it was obvious, but people were just, the kids like that didn't know, like, is that your mom? I'm like, yeah. But I wasn't like, my mom says that if it was my brother, he would make, let everyone know, like, that's my mom, like, trying to get away with stuff. But I was like, no, I'm not trying to get in trouble. I'm trying to stay in my lane over here and do what I'm supposed to do. I had the energy of your brother, but my mom nipped it in the bed quick because <laughs> she was also, she was my sixth grade reading teacher. 
And when I tried to roll up in there, she was like, that's Mrs. Borm and I need you to find your seat. I was like, ah. And at home, if you, if you think she was gonna help me with that reading homework, it was, you better catch me tomorrow during the study hours. She really wasn't playing. So both of our moms, they match that energy. It's Mrs. Borm for me in the classroom. And I'm gonna sit down and be silent and do this to my homework. That is so great. Um, in that vein, Mrs. Borm, <laughs> mommy, what is one of your favorite memories of mama? That's what we called my grandma, mama. So what was your one my of your favorite? favorite memory of Mama? Like I have so many, but my favorite memory is when I realized there was no Santa Claus. You know you gotta elaborate. <laughs> we lived in Jamaica, Queens, 182, 147th Avenue. Okay. And it was snowing. And you know, they told us to go to bed, Santa Claus is gone or whatever. And you know, we didn't really know about the Salvation Army, but it was the Salvation Army. We saw mommy sneak out the house and she came home in that snow that was up to her knees with two mm. black bags full of toys. And I know it's the Salvation Army now that I know better. And she hid him in a basement and we never told her we saw her. She told us there was some Santa Claus, but daddy didn't go with her. Nobody. She went by herself and she walked to that place and she brought us those toys. And that's my favorite memory of mama. Oh, wow. I never heard that about Mama. Okay. A trooper walking through the snow. Making sure and the other thing, she made us all sing and dance too. She called <laughs> Harrison Steppers. <laughs> so that's where you got it from. That's right. That. Oh, that's a beautiful memory. I love that time of year. Uh, what about you, Mama Gage? What's one of your favorite memories of, what did you call your grandma, Sharika? Uh, grandma. Grandma. <laughs> I'll say... One of my earliest memories of my mom was uh, we were all on her bed and she would bring us onto her bed every night. We'd all crowd onto the bed and she would read scripture and teach us a lot of those little Sunday school songs. And my mother loved to sing. And so she would teach us lots of songs and she would teach us uh scripture verses and and we would practice trying to memorize different verses from the bible and just that time um with 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 mom every night before we went to bed was kind of was that was really special uh that was one of my earliest memories um and that went on for i don't know the good majority of my life uh and then um Another fun memory, my mom was always in the kitchen. She loved to cook and she loved to bake. And uh, we didn't have a lot of uh, sweet things, a lot of desserts, things like that. My mom, my mom very rarely ever bought cookies or things like that. But whenever it was somebody's birthday, she made a cake. It was a homemade cake and she made the frosting that went on the cake and everything. And so... That was always special. We looked forward to uh, a birthday, whichever person's birthday it was, because we knew we would get a cake, and we would we would just look forward to to the cake. And so, I miss my mom's uh, baking, uh, the things that she used to cook. I still still try to do a couple of her recipes, but I think that's my favorite memory of my mom: uh, her singing, teaching us Bible verses, and making cake. And tarts and all the other sweet things that she made. Listen, I love a good baker. With the addition of memories, 
with the older kids and the younger kids, when we had to go to bed, you know, we all had to say our prayers. But the older kids got to say the Lord's Prayer. The younger kids had to say, now nah, lay me down to sleep. You had to be a certain age before you could say the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> so that was a funny memory when she mentioned prayer. I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be glad when I be 13. Now I don't have to say, now nah, lay me down to sleep anymore. I can say the Lord's Prayer. Okay, but mom, in that same vein, we we all did, always did now lay me down to sleep. I never mm -hmm. got old enough to do the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> she said, I know. <laughs> Mom, we used to do that. Now nah, let me down to sleep too. And do you remember Gentle Jesus? Yeah. We used to do Gentle Jesus. What's gentle Jesus, meek and mild, look upon this little child, pity my simplicity, suffer me to come to thee. Why? Not simplicity. <laughs> so we definitely did now lay me. And then my mom went, um, what was a little Teddy Rumpskin thing you would do? I would do my friend, but for y'all, I would go deep and wide. Oh, we did deep and wide. Yes. We would do the prayer. It was always the prayer and the song combined. And then you better Aww. be in bed. Yeah, it's not funny as long as you go to sleep. <laughs> if not, you're going to catch these. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Mom, I love it. You know, like I know today's day is a little different, but I love that you discipline us because I have the funniest stories about, hey, Remember that time I tried to feed the cows and I convinced my little brother to go with me? Listen, oh my God. We climbed the fence and I definitely got a spanking. But when I, in the moment, it was sad and I cried. But now it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I am really thankful for the discipline I receive. And it sounds like Mama Gage didn't play either. She said the island mom, mm -hmm. you weren't on that. The discipline is there. My mom, she really wasn't playing that, but for some reason, mom, you didn't beat us that much, did you? My mom had a look. It was the in the look. My it was the look. We just didn't even I didn't it was I didn't want to get to the beating. I was scared. Okay. I was somehow it took a couple rounds. I was sick. Would you describe me as curious, mom? Curious, cunning, conniving. What? Oh, the seeds. <laughs> All the seeds. Alliteration. I like how Mama Gage described you as good. And my mom's like, listen, you are all the seeds. And that's why you, you but listen, it, you helped develop me into who I am. Now I've used those traits for good and not evil. So we got to know Mama Do Dolly, how was Sabrina? How was it to raise her? So she was crafty, oh she was cunning, she was all the things. And she's fast, and she was always very intelligent. You had to stay on your toes around Sabrina. I tell her that. I'm like, I wish I had her quick mind. Like, my mind is not, like, she has a comeback for everything. She is yes. so quick-witted. I just am not like that. I just, I don't have the words. She has so, she's so good at that. Mom, tell them. Probably the not for mom. Probably wasn't good. <laughs> Probably wasn't good. <laughs> Well, now she just had to discipline me so I could use that for good, right? And it's the same That's thing right. with the kids we work with. Some of the kids that seem like, you know, the worst behave, they just have leadership skills and they don't know how to use them. Um, or they don't know that adults, you address them one way and your peers, you can practice that leadership with your peers, but not over here. <laughs> um, mom, tell one of the my favorite stories that you tell that I think would describe how it was raising me about my first steps as a baby. Oh my God, Sabrina, Clarence and I were really concerned because Sabrina, you know, she was a tiny little thing. She wasn't walking yet. And we carried her everywhere. 
We carried her so long when her little brother was born, we were still carrying her. People thought they were twins. Um. Still carrying Sabrina. So we took her to the daycare as usual. We told them, you know, we'll be so glad when Sabrina starts walking. It was like, what? When Sabrina starts what? We said walking. They said, Sabrina can walk. We was like, Sabrina can what? We would put her on the wall, you know, walk away from her, offer her something, and she would take a step and fall on her knees and crawl to us. You know, and that went on forever. The lady said, come back early and don't let her know you're here. Stand by the window. Sabrina, we get her. She was running around daycare all by herself, not walking, but running. <laughs> yes. As soon as she turned around and saw us, her butt hit the floor. Boop. Put her hands up to be picked up. Mm-hmm. So the acting skills were there, y'all, from the time <laughs> I was a child. That's why I mentioned in theater. I know it's not the Father's Day episode, but my dad all the time growing up, people are like, why you got to tell so many stories? Because God, dad, my gift, that, the gift that God has given me is to tell stories. I'm going to be a storyteller. I'm going to be an actor. I just didn't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing, mom. Um, what about you, mama Gage? I, I always call Sharika a care bear. I feel like she is one of the most positive people. She has the biggest heart. And it sounds like that's how she was growing up. Can you share with us if that is close to the mark or far from the mark? Yeah, she was always extremely friendly. Everybody's her best friend from day one. Uh, anyone could steal her away uh, because she would go with a stranger. She would, Anybody that reached out for her hand, she would go with them. She was um, just super friendly. She ran away a couple of times and thought it was a joke. <laughs> so I, I was, you know, they were, my kids are only 18 months apart. So they were both pretty little and I'm trying to buy a pair of shoes for Sharika. So I sat her down in, in the store, in this little shoe store and I had chat in my arms and I'm, I uh, find a pair of shoes that I wanted to get for her to try on. And, you know, it was those days you have to give it to the guy and he goes in the back to find the shoe. And the next thing I know, the guy came out with the shoe and I turned around. Sharika was no longer in the store. She was not in the shoe store anywhere. She had already run out. She had, I, I, I gave, I just put Chad in this man's hand and I ran out the store looking for her. I looked to the left, I looked to the right because there was a corner um, on the left and the right. You know, she would have to cross the street. This is Main Street on St. Thomas where there's a lot of traffic. And she was not anywhere on the block. She had already crossed the street. She had crossed the street, gone over to the other side of the street. And some lady was holding her, looking around saying, who does this child belong to? And uh, so that was the end of the shoe shopping experience. I grabbed her up. I took her. I went back, got chat. We went home. I'm like, nobody gets any shoes today. (laughs) (laughs) So she, and she did that more than once. If you're not watching her, she would run away. She got on an elevator. I'm I'm standing there about to get, you know, the elevator opens up. She ran ahead, jumps on. Before we could get there, the door closes. We're in this hotel. I have no idea where the elevator went. I start running down the stairs. Her father didn't know. We were just running around trying to figure out where to find the child. She was always gone somewhere, running away. And uh, the next thing about Sharika, 
in school, she got in trouble, not because she was bad, but because she was so loud. She was the loudest child. She was the loudest child. She always got in trouble because if if all the kids are together, the one that they're going to pick on is Sharika because she's the one you can hear from a distance. She's laughing loud. She's talking loud. She's just loud. So uh, it always seemed like she was the instigator of trouble. (laughs) And it was not that she was instigating anything. It's just that she was always the loudest one in the group. And I think it's probably still the same today. It is. <laughs> I'd be loud. the loudest one in the group. But also, it's the same that you are friendly and you have a big heart. And I love it, friend. Yeah, you know, the teacher, one of her teachers um, said that Sharika, I don't know what grade this was. This might have been fourth, third, fourth grade. Uh, and she was talking so much. She just talked all the time. So the teacher, she was sitting by her little friend. And the teacher said, well, I'm going to move her to the other side of the room so that she's not talking so much. Well, she made best friends with the next person. She moved her next <laughs> to So they moved her again, and she just talked to It didn't matter where they put her. She had a best friend that she was talking to no. nonstop, just talking all the time. That was Sharika. I... She was very easy to discipline as well, though, because she didn't like to be sent to her room. My kids did not have any uh, TVs and games and all this stuff in their room. When you went to your room, there were some books in there you could read. And that, that was like the option. You could, she did have her toy box in there, but it wasn't like a lot of good options. You go to your room, it's time for bed. So if she got in trouble, it was be like, okay, Sharika, go to your room. No, no. Mostly she was in trouble for fighting with her brother. Those two would fight all the time. And then you sent them to their rooms. And then they tried to talk to each other through the wall. So they still trying to talk to each other through the walls. They just were inseparable. And I and then if I said, Sharika, I told you to be quiet up there. And then she would keep talking. I said, okay, now it's time to close your door. No, not that thing. She just hated that. So... It was very easy to get to with Sharika. She was good. Except when it came to making Kool-Aid. That was always an issue. Oh, Uh-oh, Sharika, you can't make the Kool-Aid? Oh, girl. So, okay, I'm going to... You can tell them the Kool-Aid. Okay, so at our house, my mom and my dad said, we don't drink Kool-Aid. You guys drink Kool-Aid. You guys, if you want Kool-Aid, you can make the... You have to make the Kool-Aid or it's water. And that's it. It's right. Kool-Aid or water in this house. My dad, he would have a diet. He had Diet Coke sometimes, but it was only him. He was the only one that drank the Diet Cokes. So um, so my mom would be like, okay, um, if you want the Kool-Aid, you have to drink the make the Kool-Aid. And I would make the Kool-Aid, or we would have to take turns. So let's say I made the Kool-Aid this time, and then my brother and I drink the Kool-Aid, and now there's no more Kool-Aid, and my brother doesn't want to make the Kool-Aid. So then he would just drink the water happily, but I didn't want water. I wanted Kool-Aid. So it's his turn now, and he's not taking his turn. So basically, we would get in a fight because I would be like, it's your turn. And he's like, well, I'll just drink water. And then when I finally break down and make the Kool-Aid, well, guess what he's drinking now? The Kool-Aid. In this situation, I just would lose because he would be like, I'll drink water when there's water when there's no Kool-Aid, and then when she gets tired of drinking the water, she'll make the Kool-Aid, and I'll drink that too. 
my brother would be like, oh, I need to wash clothes. Mom, is it the whites that go in the hot water? Or is it the cool water? I just can't remember. And she would be like, I told you this she ends up doing the lot. My brother, he was a bamboozler. Uh, the judo tricks, it, it worked on the mom too, period. Listen, I told you the boys, they have it figured out. <laughs> but I did say, but my mom did one time say, you know what, Chad? You figure it out. Put it in there Amen. and see what happens. Period. Sometimes it is just easier just to like whatever. And I'm sure your mom knew what was up, even with his cute little eyes looking up, like, hey. But that that one time she was done, she was done. And then he figured it out. Thank you so much for sharing all those happy memories, everyone. Uh, Mindful Matters today is in that same regard. According to a new study published in the Nature Human Behavior, recalling positive memories may play an important role in managing stress, preventing depressive symptoms, and boosting our mental health overall. So these researchers, they set up an experiment where participants were shown either a positive or a negative word on a screen. And then they were asked to recall a specific memory from their past that was related to that word. By doing this, researchers prompted individuals to either think of pleasant memories from their past or unpleasant memories. The psychologists discovered that the individuals were better able to recall a specific positive memory from their past. And everyone who did that, they were more likely to report fewer negative self-related thoughts, lower morning stress levels, and they were talking about the hormone that produces stress, it's called cortisol, and they also had less depressive symptoms overall, and they did a follow-up 12 months later, and they found similar results. So the study theorizes that thinking back on specific positive memories can help build resilience to stressful events and reduce vulnerability to depression later in life, especially in young people. So thank you everyone for sharing your positive memories. We all got a little boost for our mental health. Now, Evie's not here to expound and next week when he's back with us, he will share his favorite positive memories of his mom and from a little surprise that I'll let him talk about. Mm -hmm. But this week for the expounds, we want our moms to share a word or a quick piece of advice that they have for moms to be or people out there who are already moms. And my mom went first last time. So mama Gage, take it away. Any advice, any word, any encouragement you want to offer to moms out there? Yes. Um, I just want to say that it goes by so fast. You have to enjoy every minute of it, watching your kids grow up, I, it just seems like it was just the other day when we were, you know, I was teaching that music class and Sharika was one of my students in elementary school. Time just passes so fast. Your kids grow up so fast and it's all over and they're gone and they've moved out. Uh, so you have to be in the moment with your kids when they're young, uh, be a part of everything. I was in everything, wherever they were going. I went on all their field trips. Uh, I took my, my personal and sick days. We used to go on field trips with my kids and to be a part of whatever they were a part of. Uh, when they went to camp, I was at camp. Uh, if they, whatever they were doing, I was there with them. That time when the kids are growing up, it just goes by so fast. Now I have all this time for myself. I can do me. 
I can do whatever I want to do. Uh, and, and so I just, I feel like um, I'm, I'm fortunate that I was able to, to be a part of my kid's life. And that's my advice is to be present, be present uh, for the growing up years and to don't miss any of it. It goes by so fast. Mom, what about you? I like to say being a mom is such a blessing because God has given you custodialship over people that he put on this world that he loves. So God can trust me with some of that he loves. That makes me feel good. I feel like children are like flowers. You got to cultivate that flower. Also, you got to just let it grow. You can't take that rose bush and make it into a carnation. You got to flowers be what they are. And your job is just to make sure they're healthy and they grow. And as they get grown, then you can sit back and enjoy your workmanship. You can say, look at this, God. Lord, I thank you. Look at how that lesson taught this one to be this and that one to be that. And you can just sit back and enjoy. Enjoy the adults that you help rear. Amen. Thank you, uh, Mommy, and thank you, Mama Gage. I'm not even a mom yet, and that inspired me. I'm like, okay, this summer when I'm with the kids, I need to be present because, listen, one of my kids snapped me yesterday. They have a whole baby. I'm like, what? <laughs> so some of my students are out here. I'm like, wow. Like Mama Gage was saying, I remember when they were just in the beginning choir at camp not long ago, and Mom, you're right. Like, sometimes I do, like, try to make rose bushes into carnations, and that's really not the goal. So thank you both for those inspiring words. My mom shared with me some videos from when we were kids and at camp and stuff. I was so sad, not because the memories were bad. They were so good. It was just like, you can't get this time back. Like you, it's, it's gone. And so I was just looking at those memories, like thinking how wonderful, how fun. And I'm like, those that time will never be again. And I was just like, oh man, it's, it's gone. And it made me sad, but also glad to have that time. I know they gave advice. I'm going to tell you the advice my mom gave me. And I even have advice, Miss Dolly. I know you didn't rear me and I didn't know you growing up, but from Sabrina's talking about you. But one piece of advice my mom always said, it made me self-reflective. She was saying, if there's, um, if someone is always finding themselves in the middle of a problem, maybe they are the problem. And I was like, and that's a word, mom. As a young person, I don't even remember why or how my mom or what she was referring to. But I was thinking, if you're always in a situation, maybe you, and you're you're the common denominator. And so I I always thought like that's something that I would keep in my mind. Like, am I the problem here? And not as in like just as a like awareness to in whatever situation am I am. Am I leading to being the problem here, or it, or is it really the other person? So that's one thing. I don't know how many times she said it. I don't know if she only said it once, but whatever, it stuck with me. And so that is something that makes me always want to check myself in different situations to make sure I'm not the problem. And if I am, what do I need to do to better myself? And Ms. Dolly, one thing Serena says that you're, you would say, tune your ears to my voice. And I was like, that is a word. I want to use that on my kids. Like tune your ear. I don't care where I am. You need to hear this voice and your ears need to perk up and you need to be 
listening in. And I, when she said my mom would say, tune your ears to my voice, I felt like that was a word from the Lord because God is always like, <laughs> also like, tune your ears to my voice. When I speak, you need to be hearing. And that gave me everything. I love that. I, I'm going to be using that on my kids. Tune your hilarious. ears to the sound of my voice. That is it. Listen, moms aren't slow poked. Just how I was talking about Mama Gage and Chad, he wasn't pulling the wool over her eyes. <laughs> and when we would be in the room, we didn't have TVs or anything either. Or if we were outside and we heard her, but we were just trying to be on our own little disrespectful or just come when we wanted to come. And we and then she knew that. And then she snatches us up and we'd be like, oh, I didn't hear you. And she'd just say, well, you better tune your ear to the sound of my voice. I was like, yes, ma'am. It was a yes, ma'am, no, ma'am situation. Thanks, everyone, uh, for that uh, advice. That was awesome. Sharika, do you have anything that you'd like to recommend to the people today? Oh, my gosh. I, this is my podcast that I'm on, and I did not even think of anything. It's okay. You can, you can throw it over to Mama Gage. I will say this. I will give a stereotypical, but maybe not. You know what? As Mother's Day has come and gone, find ways to honor your mom. If you can, and if not, you know, maybe your mom is not living, maybe you don't have a great relationship, but there is a mother figure in your life. Honor a woman, you know, in your life and just in whatever way you can, whether that's buying them a meal, writing a handwritten note to encourage them, to tell them what they mean to you, to encourage them. Because even though, you know, our moms are, have we, that we see them in such a high regard and a high life we know that they're women too and they also go through their own struggles in life and sometimes they may need an encouragement instead of always being on the receiving and maybe we can be an encouragement to our mothers or a motherly figure or a woman that just needs some encouragement or some support so just do something to encourage a motherly figure so that is my recommendation amen friends uh, something that would encourage my motherly figure <laughs> is my also my recommendations. Go to your Facebook and like Trifecta 3. That is my mom's nonprofit. Their mission statement is that Trifecta exists to positively impact the community by informing, inspiring, and invigorating women and girls through community partnerships, educational, and inspirational opportunities. You guys, they do a yearly conference which is amazing and it's almost free is it it's pretty much free i feel like mom to the community growing up i know people would be like oh mom i'm from down south rocky mount mom they've heard me talk about our neighborhood you know okay. it's, you know it's a little rough around the edges and we had opportunities to get out and my mom was like why would i she purposely is there she wants to make an impact there she wants to be there for the people around her for her community and I'm like, right on mom. So they do that. They do a tea every year for the young girls and they teach them stuff that is really getting lost. Like how to say the table and etiquette. And they do all sorts of creative things with them. My mom even had them doing engineering projects. That was way over my head. So that's why I just said engineering project. I don't know what the details were, but I love the work that Trifecta 3 does and something they've been really consistent and good with is doing inspirational quotes or recommends on their page on Facebook. So follow them. If you like what my mom said about tune your ear to the sound of my voice, you can get that advice and a lot of other advice if you follow Trifecta 3, 3 on Facebook. Find them. That's T-R-I-F-E-C-T-A Roman numerals 3 that's it. I would do
like to recommend um, an app that I downloaded very recently. I had heard about it, but I hadn't followed it. I don't think I've heard you all talk about it yet. It's The Chosen. Have you all talked about The Chosen? We have not. Uh, there, there's, uh, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's, I think it's like a TV show or something, but it's not on TV and it's not a movie. It's all these little one hour or so clips but you have to download the app in order to view it. And then you can cast it to your TV or wherever you want to watch it. But it's the chosen and it's, uh, it's the life of Christ. It's, it's uh, Jesus choosing the disciples. It was when he went out and found them fishing and all the things they were doing. And he chose them and told them to come and follow him. And uh, it's actually, um, it's been really good. Uh, um, there are two seasons so far. I think they're in the middle of season two right now. And so, of course, I binge watch all of season one, and now I'm, I'm caught up. I'm watching season two. And, I mean, I don't know if it's really out there like that yet, but I, I understand that some of it is going to be um, – um, some of it is going to take place at one of the camps run by the Salvation Army. So – I thought that was really interesting. So there's The Chosen. It's really good. It's really good. It's not um, cheesy or anything like that. So I, I was surprised at how well it is, how it is really well. Um, the actors are outstanding and it's, it's, a, it's funny. And, you know, you, you get a good perspective on the characters. They've, of course, did a little bit of ad-libbing in there. But it's true to the Bible, and so I like it. I've heard good things about it. I've not watched anything yet. At work, we have a chapel service, and a few weeks ago, they even showed a clip from it when Jesus was choosing Matthew, mm -hmm. the tax collector. Yeah. So, so yeah, I have not seen it other than that one little clip, but I've heard a lot of good things about it from a lot of different people. Yeah, and that camp is Camp Hobblesdale in Texas. That is a huge camp, and they have set up a soundstage and a whole little scene there, which is awesome. Yeah, it's not D-rate. It's a quality Christian storytelling. So thank you for suggesting that. Mommy, do you have anything that you'd like to recommend? only thing I have to recommend is a little cheesy, and it's just adult coloring books. Oh. When I say adult, I'm talking like adult. I'm just talking it's not for oh. It's not Popeye and Olive. I'm talking about just pictures, scenes in nature, things like mm -hmm. that. Distressing. They're more, they're not, like little kids coloring books have big pictures. They're, they're very detailed. So that's yes. why they say for adults, because they're very detailed. Like it's a flower and there's every petal you have to color in and it's just very detailed. But they are very relaxing. I, I have a few that I've I go to from time to time. You know what? I had nothing to be nervous about. Did I you did. Me? It was a wonderful time. It was so good. Thank you, Mama Gage. And thank you, Mommy, for taking time out of your lives and just hopping on your daughter's podcast. We really appreciate it. This was lovely. I'm going to be listening. I usually don't listen back to the episodes, but I'm going to listen back to me this too. one. 
because this has been fun and this has been lovely. Yeah, you can share with y'all's little friends and stuff. Exactly. <laughs> not using little friends, not doing to them what they said to us when we were younger. That's right. That's hilarious. Well, if you guys are down with the squad, make sure you like and subscribe to the pod. And remember, if life tries to knock you down, what, Sharika? Make sure you kick, you back. kick back. Kick back. <laughs>